Hey everybody, it's Randy from Sunday Night's Main Event. And welcome to Sunday Night's Main Event, February Free Week. A free week, you may ask? What's involved? Well, a lot of new free shows. Like Steve Swiss rambling AEW Dark Elevation Review. And we have many other shows on the network. Like BAM, Tuesday Morning Cooked, AWTF, Setting the Standard, The Smack Daddies, Godfathers of Podcasting, and a ton more. So go to patreon.com forward slash SNME radio, and for only a dollar a week, you can listen to them all. That's patreon.com forward slash SNME radio. Hello. Is it me you're looking for? Well, it might be, because this is my first time with the marvellous Sunday night's main event, people. I was asked to have a look at something I've not seen for quite some time on Steve Swift's rambling reviews. Yes, and that was AEW Dark, AEW Dark Elevation. Now, I've not seen those programmes since AEW took their baby steps. You know, when we were all saying, this could be something absolutely fantastic. And now we're saying, well, it still was something absolutely fantastic. And maybe it will be again. And I thought, when I first saw Elevation, well, not Elevation, because it wasn't around then, but certainly Dark, I thought, this is... This is match after match, and I like that. And having seen Dynamite, and certainly Rampage, a Rampage, week after week, it's sometimes the week bit is when they have the angles. It really drags everything down, and sometimes the matches in the ring, although often with Rampage it has a soggy middle, the first and closing matches are great. And the thing with Dark, and also Dark Elevation, is that you get to see, you get to say, oh, that's where they went. Or you get to see people you've seen in other promotions, or you get to see newcomers that you think, oh, keep an eye out. And it's match after match. There are some squashes here. Yes, we know that. But there are also some matches that you think would never have hankered after seeing those people in the ring together but you know what it's pretty good it resembles to me a sort of wrestling superstars there's a bit of angle stuff going on or um challenge remember that wwf challenge i'm old enough to remember that yes now then let's get down to business first we've got the boys who of course are with dalton castle they're actually the tate twins who i remember in ovw doing rather well uh, and that's um, that's Brandon and Brent Tate versus Matt Menard, who is pulling double duty tonight because he's usually Paul White's commentary partner. More of those two in a minute, but he's fighting with Angelo Parker as part of the Jericho Appreciation Society. You can hear from my tone of voice how much I really like them, can't you? And the thing about Matt Menard is that he's a big noise and he makes a big noise and he makes a big impression in that ring there, there was some good fast Tate Brothers work a double clothesline but they were put down by a huge Menard lariat 
There was a double DDT, which was a thing of beauty, actually, from the JAS boys for the pin, and it was fast. And we're on to the next, which is a little bit of chat. Now, sucks to be Ari Davari, really, because um, the thing is that he used to be in the Trustbusters, and that didn't work. And now Ari Davari is with the Varsity Athletes. Right, if you're going to get the name, and Varsity Blondes can't have that name anymore, then at least give us something that's a, a single-syllable name. Not the Varsity Athletes. It doesn't trip off the tongue, does it? Anyway, it's it's from the sublime to, in some ways, the ridiculous. Actually, though, the, the Trustbusters weren't sublime either. So now he's with them, and um, later on, he will fight with Tony Nese, who once, as usual, and once again, is leading with his abs. He is going to fight, or they are going to fight, Claudio Castagnoli and Wheelie Utah in the main event. Devine makes a good point when he says, are the Blackpool Combat Club even a thing anymore? Yeah. Without Lord William Stephen Regal, they're not, are they? I don't think. Are they? Anyway, that match is to come. Next, we've got Juice Robinson, who's now called Rock Hard, Juice Robinson, right? It does sound a bit like Boogie Nights, to be honest. But um, he's fighting Jake Crist. Now, I really like Jake Crist, and I've followed his career through Combat Zone Wrestling and Impact Wrestling, and oh, it's all over. It was a bit of a squash, really. Um, he's making his AEW de- uh, debut is uh, is Jake here, and um, he goes for it early on. Gets a lot of air on a high cross body. But there's the right hand of punches, left hand of God from, uh, as he calls it, from Juice Robinson. It's just a punch, really. Then he does hit that lovely Juices Loose DDT, which spikes Jake Crist on his head. And it's his debut. It's a losing debut. It's more or less a squash. Sucks to be Jake Crist, and he deserves a lot more. Now, on to the Dark Order, which is Evil Uno, John Silver and Alex Reynolds, whose work I've liked in the past, versus Rennie D, Matt Brannigan, and Crash Jackson. Yeah, Rennie D, Matt Brannigan, Crash Jackson. I wonder who's going to win here. This is one of those squashes I talked about earlier on. Yeah, there's some Brannigan falling for a huge, rather snug, running silver uppercut. His work is really good, John Silver, but I'm getting bored with him. He needs to be given a title do something with him or leave it because I really like his shtick, although later on I won't like it as much. And um, I really like his work in the ring, but do something with him. Then there's some, um, there's a uh, a kick, uh, a Jackson, um, well, there's a, to, to Jackson, there's a kick, a kick, a cutter and a boot. He suffers that. Then the meat hammer, which is the twisting slam from the top. You know, one goes through, the other two do the slam. I like that. It's like going through a cat flap. Very nice. And it's a squash, really. But it's nice to see the Dark Order out again. Now, this I thought was going to be a squash because it was it was Yuka Sakazaki versus Billy Starks. Now, Billy Starks is zero and one. But Matt Menard tells us that she's... Was it Paul White who told us? Anyway, that she's had some good showings recently. And that was the case here. Yeah. She hits a nice cravat and head scissors briefly. Then um, 
Then there was um, a Sakazaki got a half tarantula. Didn't hook the, the legs, but it was in there. I'll tell you what, though. This is the move of the night for me. It's a Billy Starks flick it, flipping, not flicking, off, but flipping leg drop onto the apron. It could be flicking, but it, it just looked great. And then a marvellous but nasty Sakazaki missile drop kick to come back. Now, Starks gets a very long two with a suplex and another long two with a swanton. But that driving slab from Sakazaki, whose work I really like, almost spikes Starks on the top of her head and she hits the magical dream girl slam for the pin. It was a really good match. And it did seem at times that Starks might be given the win. Now, when you're thinking this is a, a squash, when you go into the match... That's a bit surprising, ain't it? I think this might be the match of the night for me. Now then, they're the boys. They've got their interview time. Out come the Dark Order. And what they want to do is to recruit the boys to the Dark Order. Because they've lost a member, the X-10. Yes. And um, I bet he's ruined the day he left the Dark Order now. Anyway... They want to recruit them. So what do they do? Sweet talk them. No, they don't. They come out and take the mickey out of them. And the boys still seem like they want to join. Doesn't make the boys look that good. And it doesn't make the Dark Order look that good either. They look, look a bit like bullies. Don't take the mickey out of someone if you want something from them. Anyway, this was a fun match next. Chaos Project, that will be Serpentico, that will be Luther, or Dr. Luther if you like, and Zach Clayton, who's all business. It's kind of like a da 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 the odd trio. did da 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 there's Luther and Serpentico, and there is Zach Clayton. Da-da-da-da-da. And it works to a certain extent. Versus Orange Cassidy, and Best Friends with Dan Housen. I like Best Friends. Dan Housen's really over. I've not really liked him as much as I liked him in ROH, to be honest. But uh, I do like the best friends work. I mean, there's Trent Beretta, and then there's the the other one. What's he called? Oh, yeah, Chuck Taylor. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, Serpentico's in early, trying to smack Orange up a bit. But Orange gets his hands in his pockets. Very athletic with all his, um, his avoidance and avoiding an arm drag. And the crowd love it. That's nice, actually. Chuck Taylor at one point holds Serpentico for ages... For a move, like a clothesline, you know, like, like the heart attack off the off the ropes. Orange just pushes him down. I do like that, actually. Very nice. Now, there's that move where um, somebody's standing with their back to the ropes on the apron and they're cranking on an arm and it's their partner's arm and they don't realise because they've got their back to them. Yes! He does that, but very slowly. Almost as if he's saying to us, I know it's an angle and that's what I'm doing. Yeah. Now then, Luther gets involved with Orange on the outside, suplexes him, and Zach Clayton hits a rather strong bear hog on Orange as well. Then, later on, there's a very slow, very methodical, you can see every little bit of the move, Trent Beretta Tornado DDT, and the best friend's boot to a suplex is very nice. You've got an Orange Punch, and then a double choke slam on Clayton for the pin, and Angelico wants to miss it, mix it up with Orange, but gets cursed. And then punched by Dan Housen in the twig and berries. It might be just the twig, it might be just the berries, but I think it's both twig and berries, don't you all? Now then, Corey Calhoun's in the ring. He's making his AEW debut. And he's facing 
Hobbs. Now, I wonder who's going to win this. Hobbs shoulders in the corner, whips into the corner, gut buster, drive-by boot, burning hammer for the pin. Sucks to be Corey Calhoun. It was a squash, and there's the book of Hobbs. It isn't a page-turner. It's a whodunit, and I'll tell you who done it. Tony Khan, because he's the one that said, we're just going to make Hobbs a big man who's got a bit of a backstory, and that's all he can do. I presume, I presume that's what's happened. It might not, the butler might have done it. Somebody else on the staff might have done it. But whatever it is, it's painted right into a corner. Now, here's your, well, it's it's probably the, the next best match on the card, I think. It's Butcher and the Blade. Butcher looks really odd in a good way with that shaved head. Versus Top Flight, that's Dante and Darius Martin. Yes, there is very good work in this. It's only short, but it's really packed in the work. It, there's a, a butcher and blade throw to a boot, which I really like. Yeah, it's very nice. Dante kicks the back of Butcher's head, but he just he just slams him in return. Just shakes it off. Yeah, I mean, Dante's got me thinking, oh. There is a nice moment when Darius uses Blade's back to nip up to a kick to the butcher in the corner. And then a lovely Spanish fly. Yeah, very nice. And what a long two. It was two and point nine 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 a recurring... For a top flight, for a top flight, tilt a whirl, a DDT. Yeah, but there's a lovely moment when, when Darius is he's coming off the ropes and he flies to do something, and Blade just kicks him in the face. It's great, but the Dante Springboard Moonsault to Blade is rather lovely. It deserves the pin, and this was rather good. Now then, next you've got a mess. Not, not, not a nasty mess, a hot mess. I quite enjoyed it. It's it's an eight. An eight-woman tag, or an eight-person tag. So it's bound to be a mess, really. On one side, we've got Diamante. So that's where she went. Emmy Sakura, Ny- Nyla Rose, Marina Shafir. So that's where she went. Versus Madison Rain, Hyena Hira, Queen Animata, and Sky Blue. Now, early on, Sky Blue tries to move Nyla Rose. Tried to shift her, couldn't even lift her. No, absolutely not. But Rose then comes off the ropes with... Well, not even off the ropes. It was actually in the middle of the ring. She had no impetus to do this. Lovely crossbody. Extra- and Shafia pulls the face as if to say, Oh, that must have hurt. Really good. Really nice. Shafia then comes in with a lovely roll-through slam. Sakura, corkscrew slam is beautiful. And Animata makes a bit of a, an entrance by hitting a huge punch to Sakura. Sky Blue then dives off onto everybody. Madison Rain thinks, I haven't had much in this match so far. I'll do the same. It was the same. And then there's a huge Nyla Rose sit-out powerbomb to win. As I say, it was a mess, but it was a really nice mess. And your main event of the evening is the previously mentioned varsity athlete. It just doesn't work. Davaria Nice versus... Attorneys at Law versus Castiglioli and Wheelie Utah. Sterling, smart Mark Sterling, actually does a good piece on the mic on his way down. Wonders will never cease. Blackpool Combat Club, so over doing their crab-like dance back and forward. Just so over. Really good. And um, they make this match such fun. Huge European uppercut from Castiglioli. Yes, European uppercut. I'm across the pond. I will own that move. Thank you very much. We do it to each other all the time, you know. Just walking down the street as Brits. European uppercut. Oh, thank you so much. 
nearly spilt my tea. Anyway, there's some very smart heel tag work from the varsity athletes. They cut Willie Uta off and work on him. And then there's when Claudio gets in, huge uppercuts for everyone. You get an uppercut, you get an uppercut, you get an uppercut, yeah. Sterling distracts the swing and gets a boot for his, uh, for his troubles, but that allows Nice to hit that lovely 450 that he does. The 450 splash deserves a long two count, but then you've got Claudio throwing Uta into a DDT. You're not going to get it from that, are you? And a swing to Davari. I think I counted 14, and then Uta finishes for the cover and the pin. Well, that was rather good. And I have to say, Paul White and Matt Menard together really work well. One of the best combinations I've heard in recent times because Paul White's kind of laid back and Matt Menard is really keen to, to and energetic. It works so well. And um, I really enjoyed this episode of Elevation. There were matches that I might not see elsewhere, matches I didn't know I wanted to see, but after they were over, I'm glad I did. And I'm looking forward to watching this and dark every week for Sunday night's main event. I'm so pleased they've asked me. And remember, for only a dollar a week, you can join patreon.com forward slash SNME radio to hear a variety of wrestling and pop culture radio shows and podcasts. And having listened to some of those, it's money very, very well spent. I must say, and I hope you enjoyed this. I enjoyed doing it, but that I always do. Do listen again. Do follow me on Instagram. I'm Steve Swift. Do follow me on Twitter. I'm Will Weary Guy. Twitch is coming. Oh, yes. And I shall see you next week. Ta-ta.